Okay, we are on Brachos Daf Chaf, so we're a little bit behind. Daf Yotesama Beis, six lines from the bottom. So we were discussing the halacha that for Makam Kavra Brias, it seems like we have to ask ourselves what's going on. Meaning, if it's Kavra Amis or Kavra Brias, we would say for Dirabanan, we would violate the Dirabanan in order to save Kavra Brias, human dignity, or even uh, the dignity of a mace. However, when it comes to a mitzvah derai, so that was the difference we said yesterday. Okay, so we're up to the bottom uh, sugya on your testament base. Toshma, the pasuk says ula chaisa. So the pasuk is dis- discussing uh, a nazir. If you look at the pasuk, if you have the pasuk in your gemara, it says So it's talking about a nazir. So Rashi th- fills you in that the first two words were used for different drushes. Anazir, a Kaingado, and now we're up to Ula Chaisai. So Ula Chaisai, what does the word Ula Chaisai teach me? That Anazir cannot be Matame to his sister. It's part of, it's, it's one of the Shira Kraven. So what, what, why, why does the Pasik have to tell me specifically Ula Chaisai? So the Gemara tells you that there's a special drasha that we learn from this word of Ula Chaisai. Matamalemer. Someone was going to Shacht, this current Pesach. Arab Pesach is going to Shacht. Or to Bimal, his son, give him a bris milah, v'shama, shames lemes, and he hears that, unfortunately, someone in his family has passed away. Yachal, I would think, yachsar v'yitame, he should go back and be matame. He, uh, one of his relatives died, he has to stop doing what he's doing, and go be matame. So the Gemara says, I- I'm right, and I will actually have my, a logical, I'm talking to myself here, and I'm going to have a argument with myself, and I'm going to say, lo yitame. Now, really, you should not go be matami because I have a mitzvah deraisa of bringing a karam pesach, or of, of giving my son a bris milah. Fine, and that's a logical conclusion. Then the Gemara says, Yachol, I would think The same way you should not go be matami to one of the shiva kroivim on your way to a bris milah of your son, or on the way for you to bring your karam pesach. The same way I would say by your own relative not to be matame on your way to this mitzvah. So too, even if you find a mace mitzvah, which means you found someone who, who's, who's dead on the street, nobody is around, that's a mace mitzvah, I would think you should also ignore him and go ahead and bring your carbon Pesach. The special pasta tells me and to your sister, and this is telling me it's only to one's own relative that you would not be matame in this case when you're going to a dvar mitzvah. Aval, mitame hu the meis mitzvah. You would go be mitame to a meis mitzvah and stop what you're doing. Stop bringing your carbon pesach and a carbon pesach. If a person does not bring the carbon pesach, there's a chiyav kares, and even bris milah. Again, it wouldn't be the father would be chayav kares, but there's the, the mitzvah of milah has kares involved. If someone is above by mitzvah and he does not have a bris milah, he's chayav kares. So the Gemara says, Amai. Now this is how it ties into our Gemara. Amai. Why do we say go ahead and bring your carbon pesach? I'm sorry. Why do we say stop? what you're doing, and go be metame to the meis mitzvah because of covered hamez, why don't we say leima ein chachma vein tfuna vein etzim negad Hashem, which we said the whole last Amud, that whenever there's a chi of daraisa, a mitzvah daraisa, we say we don't we don't care about uh, you know, logic and arguments and covered abrios and covered hamez, so why are you going to bury this dead if you have a mitzvah to, to be mekayim? The Gemara says, you're right, but Shani Hasam Tichsiv Vilachoisai. The Pasik says, Vilachoisai. It told me specifically in this case that you should stop what you're doing and go be Matami to a Mes Mitzvah. Don't conclude other examples from here. So the Gemara, so the Gemara says, Veligmar Minah. 
Let's learn out from here. It says Allah says, let's learn out to every single case. So like Amara says, very important, Shev Va'altase Shani. There's two there's two ways to be over and avera. One or to mekayim to to be mavato something. One way is to actually do something wrong. A person eats non-kosher. That's called kumvaase, eating non-kosher. Shev al-taisa means I sat and I didn't do anything. What did this person do? He went to go bury the dead the, the body. He what, what what did he fail to do? He failed to bring his carbon pesach. That's called Shev Valtasa. How is he violating Karim Pesach? He didn't go bring the Karim Pesach. He just sat and did nothing. So halachically, Shev Valtasa is a much lower level of Isser than Kumvase. So the Gemara concludes, the Rabbah brings this down in Hilchas Tzitzis, that if you have a covered Habrius scenario, his example was, you're in Shul and your talus snaps. And it'll be a tremendous embarrassment for you to take off your talus and get a new talus. So today, I don't think anybody will be embarrassed. People will think you're just going to make Kiddush. Uh, nobody, nobody would really care. You know? <laughs> what? Nobody would care. Nobody would think that uh, you're up to something that, wow, it was so embarrassing. But assuming it was a bit tremendous uh, uh issue, if someone would take off his talus in the middle of Shul and dab him without a talus. So by wearing tzitzis without dab conference, by just standing there, so you are, you are not violating anything the conversate. Shevatasa, I'm not doing anything. It's on me. I didn't put it on. So therefore the the Ramah Paskins, the Makam Kavarabrias, if it will be so embarrassing, Shevatasa is so by just doing nothing, that would be mutter, that would be allowed in a case of Kavarabrias. In your words, you yeah. said if he's wearing towels and snaps, as opposed to putting on towels with the person. Right, that'd be conversation. There's a Toysfist in Yavamus. I think it's Daf Pektes which talks about it. Okay, so we'll talk about by shotness. It seems like not like that. Shotness, yeah, by shotness. Said last night with the you know nida. Right. Those are kumvase. A person yeah. actually doing something, yeah. but that would only only assume they're abanan. So here's what my so here we go. Yeah, right, so so let's let's let, let's uh, let's summarize. When could a person violate an isur in order to save himself from kavod So by isurim drabanan that we had. By mammon, we looked it out from Aveda, by, by monetary issues. And the third thing we have now is Shevat Hasa. Good. Next, Sugya. Amalia Rafapa La Baya. Rafapa told Abaya, Maishna Rishonim Desrachash Lahunisa. The Rishonim, the earlier days, assuming the earlier generation, Desrachash Lahunisa, Nisim happened to them, miracles occurred to them. Maishna Anan, how come by us, the Lame Desrachash Nisa. Nothing, we don't get miracles happening to us. Why, in the olden days, was it better for the Jews? Or why were they more beloved? So the Gemara says, If it because they, uh, they learned more, it says, In the years of Rav Yehuda, they all learned Nezikin. That's it. They learned the Yeshiva Shemesaftus Nezikin. They didn't learn Taharas. They didn't learn... Uh, uh, other other halachas only nezikin. Va'anan and we kamasninon shita sidre. We learn all shita sidre mishnah, which means zram, ma'ay nashim nezikin kachim and taharis. V'chihava mati Rav Yehuda ba'oksin. When Rav Yehuda came to Oksin, which is which is mesechta in taharis, Oksin is the stem of a fruit. There's halachas when it comes to fruit that a fruit is makabotoma, but a stem and other. Uh, things that people don't eat from the fruit is typically not makabotoma. However, if you learn Masechtas Oksim, you'll see that if you can, if it's used as a handle, you hold the fruit by the stem, you know, maybe a pear, I don't know, something that you hold by the stem, so then a grape, grapevine, you hold it by the stem, so that would be makabotoma. So that's a mission on Oksin. So when he got there, 
And there it says a woman who is uh, she's making pickles out of these vegetables, so maybe the stem loses its status. And some say what he meant was where you had olives that were being soaked to hire him, so that mish- whatever the halacha was over there, but the Mishnah to hire us. Amr, he said, I see the Havai, the discussion between Rav and Shmuel, which is, which is the Lamdish Sugyas of Nezikin, and we were much greater than them in Tyra. We have either 13 yeshivas that learn Uxin, or we have 13 ways of understanding each Mishnah, but either way, his point is over here that we are much greater and tighter than them. So how could it be that they had miracles occurring to them? And we, we, might, we know a lot more, yet the miracles are not occurring to us. <clears throat> and he said that if either Rav Yehuda, when Rav Yehuda, ki have a shalif chad misane, so Rav Yehuda was the earlier gener- generation, when he would remove one shoe, asi mitra, the rain would come, meaning he would, he would uh, inflict himself as a, as, as a prayer to HaKadosh Baruch for, for rain, They're, they had a drought, he took off one shoe and boom, the rain came. But Anan, we come at Tzarina Nafshin, we have to uh, fast and we, we have to afflict ourselves. And we cry, and nobody listens to us. So what's going on? And don't tell me it's because we don't learn as much as them. We learn a lot more. So Amalek Kamoi, the original people, the, the previous generation, Havi Kamasri Nafshayu Akedusha Sashem. They were Moisha Nefesh for Kedusha Sashem. Anan, Loima Srina Nafshin Akedusha Sashem. We are not Moshe Nefesh for Kedusha Hashem. If you look at the next Gemara, we'll see it doesn't necessarily mean your classic Kedusha Hashem, Chal Hashem. It means that they really cared about Halacha. The Rashi says they went, they went beyond the letter of the law. That, that, that uh, Yiddish guy, Torah, was the most importance to them. But the next generation, it seems like they knew, a lot, uh, they knew a lot more, but it wasn't the same. Their passion wasn't the same. So let's see the following story, and you'll see how passionate the earlier generation was for for HaKadosh Baruch Interesting story. So he saw this kutis, this kuti lady. The Havas Levisha, she was wearing karbalta b'shuka. What's a karbalta? So Rashi says karbalta is some type of a levush chashuv, <coughs> some type of a fancy garment. You have to figure out why it wasn't so tznius, but something she was wearing. He thought that she was a basi I thought she was a basiaka girl. So come carry me now. He went, he tore it off her. Okay? So let's assume she's wearing some scarf. Some of the Rishonim say it was red, it was provocative. Whatever color scarf it was that was wrong for a basi to be wearing, he went and he pulled it off her. He ripped it. That's even smart. What is it? So assuming that wasn't the tzniyas issue, it was just the fact that she was wearing that. Next. Yeah, otherwise, you're right. That wouldn't be a, that wouldn't be appropriate. But uh, let's assume, like Rashi, it was a lavush chasher that they wore, like a scarf, uh, a shawl, that it wouldn't be a tzniyas issue by ripping it off. It just she shouldn't shouldn't have been wearing it. Okay. Then what happened was he glowed most of the kutis. He it came out that she was a kutis. He's like, oh, whoops, I thought you were a beisaka girl. So shaymuha ba'aba me'azuzi. They they summed it up. That it was 400 zuz, her embarrassment. Amalei, mashmech, what's your name? Amalei, she told him, Matun. My name is Matun. Amalei, Matun, Matun. Arba mea zuzi shavi. You're worth 400 zuz. He gave her this uh, nice compliment. I apologized. And he paid her for her embarrassment. And that was it. So what's the point of this story? That you see how much they cared. They were willing to either put themselves in financial loss or put themselves at risk of their own embarrassment for, for kavod shemayim. Again, don't try this at home. But the point is that this is just to show us the passion they had as opposed to another person just saying, okay, whatever, uh, whatever, not, not my business. 
right? But it's, if someone is fighting for the Kvot uh, Shemayim, so everything becomes their business. Again, uh, everyone has to, you know. 100 Zuz is a fortune. Yeah. Two years worth of salary. Exactly. That's two, two years worth. A lot of money. So he was willing to do that. Okay, next. Rav Gidl, have a rugged avocado of Yasef Ashare de Tevila. Rav Gidl would, would sit by the gate of the mikvah. Okay? Amalahu, he said, tell the women, this is how you should go to the mikvah, and this is how you should go to the mikvah. It doesn't say exactly where he was standing, but it seems like he was standing close to the mikvah, and he was telling them how to be toivo. Amrile Rabbanon, the Rabbanon told him, you're not worried about the Yetzahara? Amrlehu, he said, he replied, Damian they appear to me kikake like white geese. I don't see them as human beings, I see them as geese. So he was on a very high level, and therefore there was not an issue of the Sahara. Again, don't try this at home. Next, Rav Yechon have a ruggle to have a of Yosef Ashari Tetvila. Rav he would also sit by the gate of the mikvah, it seems like he would be on the way out, where when the women would come, would come, would leave the mikvah, they would see him. So Omar, he said like this, when the women would, would leave the mikvah, Mistaklon B, they would look at me, they'd have beautiful children, Kevasi like me. Now we know this from Yechanan, way back, we had this before, that uh, Rabbi Yechanan had Isurim, and they were crying about the Shufri to Rabbi Yechanan, the beauty of Rabbi Yechanan, and, and they said, oh, that's a good reason to cry. Rabbi Yechanan was one of the most beautiful uh, people, and uh, he stood by the mikvah that when they would walk out, they would look at him and they would have children that would be like him. So Chazal bring down, uh, the, the Rishonim bring down, there's a uh, sukkim in Parshat Vayetze, that when Yaakov Avinu was trying to breed the different stripes of sheep, depending on the month, with, uh, with Lavan, whatever setup he had with Lavan, he would put different makalais, different uh, sticks, and when the sheep would breed, so whatever they had in mind, Whatever they were looking at, that's the way the, the offspring would be. So if you look in Simon Reishmem, in, in, in uh, Shulchan Aruch, the Shulchan Aruch discuss, discusses where a person's mind should be when they are with their wife. But you see that he wanted them, when they left the mikvah, to see him so they would have a picture, an image of a tzaddik, of something special as they leave the mikvah. So with, with Yaakov, they were going to be worth more. More money. What's the difference if someone's good-looking or not? Interesting. You think that he would work more so I'm, I'm sure there's more to this than just the looks. It's more of the tzaddik. From experience, I can tell you life is easier. It seems like a very mundane thing. That they should look at Rabbi Yechon and she have beautiful kids. What is it, a beauty pageant? Yeah, that was important. Why is that so important? So right, so I don't think Shifuri necessarily means... Tyra, exactly. Shifuri the Yerushalayim. He was physically beautiful. Right. The Gemara Bavn Siyah tells us that the Rishlakish thought he was a woman. He didn't have a beard. Rabbi did not have a beard. So Rishlakish thought he was a woman. He jumped into the, into the river after him. And he said he could marry my sister. And he ended up marrying his sister. Rishlakish became, uh, became Rishlakish. But Rabbi Yechner was a was a beautiful person. But Yoni's asking, at the end of the day, well, it seems very mundane that they should have in mind him so that their children should be beautiful. Is that Aaron is? Yeah, good. these are all good questions, all brought down here, 100%. Okay, by the way, the Ramah, it doesn't quote this Gemara, but it's probably coming off this Gemara, if I had to guess. What do you say? 
The Gemara in Simon Kuf Tzabiches, the last sif in Hilchas Chatzitza, he says like this: V'yesh lenashim lizaher. There are women. Women should be careful because she yotzei it's minatzvila when they leave the mikvah. She yifka ba chaverta that she should first encounter her friend, which would probably be the mikvah attendant. Shlo yifka ba tchila davar tamei or evikachav. She should not first encounter a davar tamei or or even an akam. V'empagei ba. Some type of element of Kedusha right after leaving the mikvah. So there's a minhag, I, I saw in the Shari Tvila brings this down, that the mikvah attendant will even like touch, touch the hand of a woman after she goes to the mikvah. So Verizon told me this is a couple years ago, in the Flappish mikvah on Avenue L, so there were, a lot of women were complaining because if you look in the Paiskim, it is not so clear if you're yoytze this din, by the mikvah attendant. Perhaps that's not enough. Perhaps it has to be when you're leaving the mikvah, like Rabbi Yechon was leaving, when they were leaving the actual mikvah building, then they have to bump into someone that's tar. So if you ever go to the Flatbush mikvah over there, there's nowhere to park. So there's a valet parking. So the women were upset that after the mikvah, the first person they're encountering is this Russian uh, valet that's parking. And, uh, and the halacha says supposed to be, you know, greeted by some Adam Kasher. So I don't know what he did at the end, but uh, women were complaining. And, and it's not so posh in halacha. The Ramah says that, that uh, one should be careful about this din. So again, we paskin, as long as there's a mikvah attendant, that's your yoytze, this chumrah. But it's all coming from this Kamara that lautfila. There's uh, the, what's going on in the machshava is very important. Next. Okay, so that's the first half of the story. So Rabbi Yechon is standing outside and he wants everyone to look at him because they should be shafiri kivase. So I'm the rabbanon, let come and stop him, you're not afraid of a ayin hara because you're saying you're so beautiful and everyone's going to look at you and give you an ayin hara. Amalhui said, Anam Izara di Yosef Kasina. I come from Yosef Atzadik. That an ayin hara did not take effect in him. I think the Chida writes that he was a Gilgal of Yosef Atzadik. But either way, Yosef was, had this bracha that he was above uh, Ayin Hara. So therefore, Rabbi Yechon wasn't afraid. How do you see this in the Pasuk? It says uh, this about Yosef. Above the eye, above the Ayin Hara. You'll correct me, but I think the Svadim, instead of saying the Yiddish or Kanayin Hara, they say Ben Porat. I'm pretty sure. That's what they say. As opposed to uh, yeah. saying Kanayin Hara. They say Ben Porat, which is what the Pasuk says. Kanayin Hara is uh, a made up term. Okay. Next, Rav Yosef Rav Chino Amar Mehacha, a different Pasuk, says, For Yidgul Oroi, the Karava Aretz, that you should be, uh, you know, uh, like fish. Ma Dagim Shabayam, Mai Machasim Alain, the same way fish. In the sea, the water covers them. The ain ayin hara shalatis bahem, and an evil eye cannot see them. Avzara shal yosef ain ayin hara shalatis bahem. The ayin hara will not be shalut, but will not affect them. By saying a different pasuk, a different uh, a different way of understanding this would be a svar logically, like this: ayin the eye shalay rotsa salazan mimash ain shalay the eye that didn't want to enjoy what was not his, which was the eshes potifa. Ein ayin hara shalatis by an ayin hara will not affect him. So if you look at the way the Gemara says it, mimash inishaloi, what's not him? So the the Bali Machshava write that if a person wants to attack his yetsahara, you want to fight with the yetsahara. So if you come to the logical conclusion that it's sheinishaloi, it's not yours. It's it's not it's not for you. Whatever you're supposed to be getting in life is from a kaddish baruch Everything else is sheinishaloi. It's much easier to deal with it. If you look at the Gemara in Nazir and Adarim when it talks about Shimon Atzadik did not eat from any carbon. Nazir, right? He never ate from a Nazir until there was uh, one boy who came from, 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 the, from the south. He had long, beautiful hair. And what did he say? He said, the Yitzhar was trying to uh, take me away from a world that's not mine. So 
So you see the same terminology by realizing the world is not yours. It's the Olam Shein Shalai that will help us fight our Yitzhahara. Okay, next. Zot the Mishnah. So we had this before, but it was really uh, in the wrong place. We had this a few days ago, this Mishnah, but it's really, this is the proper place for the Mishnah. The Mishnah says like this. Nashim, women, va'avadim, uktanim, peturim, kriyashma. They're part of from saying kriyashma, umin ha'tzvillin, and from wearing tzvillin, v'chayyavin b'tzvilo, v'chayyavin shmona esrei, uvim mezuzah, and having mezuzah on their rooms, uvim birchas ha'mazon, and on benching. Okay, so... That is the uh, halacha. There's my chalakas, how old the katanim are. If it's talking about katanim that did not reach chinuch, or katanim that did reach chinuch, so why would young children still be pater? So Rashi says, since they're not, the father cannot always be home early in the morning and at bedtime, so it's, it would be difficult for a father to make sure his son is saying kriyashma twice a day. So therefore, even katanim that are above the age of chinuch, according to Rashi, would st- there would still be no mitzvah of chinuch, katanim, in Kriyashma. And tefillin, so tefillin, they can't have a gufnaki, so therefore they only put on tefillin right before the bar mitzvah, a month, three months, whatever your, your minog is. Okay, next. So the Mishnah said that women are pater from Kriyashma. So the Mishnah says Kriyashma, they're pater from Kriyashma, pshita. It's obvious. Why do I need a Mishnah to tell me they're pater from Kriyashma? We know there's a halacha, Gemara Kedushin, mitzvah sasei shezman gramahu. There's a mitzvah sasei, that is, the, the Kriyashma is mitzvah shezman gramah, b'shach b'chav kamecha, there's a specific time, any mitzvah that the zman is garment, it's a time-bound mitzvah. So what's the chiddush that women are part of Kriyashma? It should be elementary. So the Gemara says, Ma'adutim, I would have said, It's so important. Kriyashma is, a person says it before they die, this is vidoy. Kriyashma is so important. You're being So women should be chayiv in it, even though it is a mitzvah sasei grama kamashma. No, they're still potter. Since the mitzvah shas grama, they are technically potter from saying kriyashma. It's nice if they could say it, but halachically, they are potter from saying kriyashma. Next, umen tefillin, and women are potter from tefillin. So the Gemara says, pshita, it's pashit, assuming the same thing that tefillin are a, our a mitzvah sasei shas grama. We'll see this in Menachas. Exactly, if, if Lila is not Zman Tefillin, we'll get to this in the Masechus Menachos. But let's assume for now that Tefillin is a mitzvah sasei shezman grama. So the Gemara says, Maldatim, I would have thought, Hoyel ve'it kash mezuzah. Tefillin is in the same pasuk as mezuzah, right? Tukshart ma'isaydecha, right? Then uchsaftim ha'mezuzah beisecha. So mezuzah and Tefillin are in the same parsha. So maybe it's the same way women are chayv mezuzah, if, if a woman owns a home, she has to put a mezuzah on her home. She can't say, I'm a woman, I'm putter. She's chayev. So maybe it's part of the same mitzvah wearing tefillin. Kamash one, women are putter from tefillin. It's not because of Lishmar Gufa? Ah, so that only comes into a question like this. When there's, a, if there's an example, there's a, there's a shy like this. Let's say a woman wants to be mekayim a mitzvah, but it's a mitzvah that say shazman grama. But she decides, I want to do it anyways. I want to wear tefillin, right? So according to, to uh, everyone, she could. Right? There's machlekes machaber ramah. If there's a, if, if you say a bracha or not, according to the ramah, if a woman wants to be mekayim a mitzvah, she wants to take lulav and esrog on sukkahs, no problem. You can make a bracha. So what about tefillin? So if you look in, I think it's a siman chavhei. The ramah talks about women wearing tefillin. He says they can't, they can't keep a gufnaki, and therefore they should not be wearing tefillin. And that's alcha. Very simple. What about talas? Talas would be a different answer. The talas would be yuhara to show that. All these years, women never wore talus, right? Even though they could have. So now you're showing you're better than all the previous generations, but you're putting on the talus. So therefore, Rabbi Shur Feinstein has a chuva. He wrote to someone he, that asked him she wanted to wear a talus. 
So he said, as long as you're not doing it for political reasons, you really want to wear a towel, so wear it at home when nobody sees. And he said, it's fine, make a bracha, no problem. Why isn't it your by, by, by um, Lulav? Oh, so the minute became that women do it. No, Why so don't we say it's Euro? No, so Euro would be when for Dyrus for generations nobody's putting on the talus. Woman the size two thousand and twenty, I want to wear a talus. And what your mother didn't do it, right? But in Ashkenaz circles for, for, for many years. That's even the issue with the talus was big dish. Oh, there's another problem with big dish. So you can make a pink talus. That's not the uh, they you, do that. Yeah, you, you can make a pink talus. Anyways, if someone wants to be Kaya mitzvahs, first keep Shabbos and kosher, you know, that would be more important than putting on talus. Okay. Usually that's how you tell if someone's uh, agenda-driven or not. You want to keep, uh, keep mitzvahs. There's 630 mitzvahs before you figure out chumras of talus and whatever. Shabbos, kashras. Next. Okay. They're chayv and tefillah. Why the chayv and tefillah? It sounds like it's some type of mitzvah station on grandma. So the Gemara says, that it's for rachmanus, and everybody needs uh, rachmanus. But uh, tefillah, is, that's not a time-bound mitzvah, diraisa. Correct. Now, you're, at, you're bringing up a great point here. I just want to give me two lines, and then we're going to get to your, your question and your ha'ara. So look, then there's a machlekis there's a, there's a in the gears here. We'll read the Gemara, and then we'll show you how the other Rishonim learned this Gemara. So the Gemara said this, Now the Tema, what's the, I would have thought, Hayalukseiv, but it says by Tefillah in Tehillim, Erev, Avaykev, and Sarayim, that there's, there's Tefillah at night, in the morning, and Sarayim, so I would have thought, kid mitzvah sasei as man gramadami. It's similar to a time-bound mitzvah. There's the shachris minchan marev kamash malan. That no, still since tefillah is rachamininu, they are chayev in davening. According to this, the, the classic way to read this gemara, the Ramban, the Rashba, the Taisvus. Everybody reads the gemara like this. Women are chayev in davening. They're chayev in tefillah. Women are chayev to daven three times a day. The Mishabur points out, we didn't get to this yet, that Tila's Arvis is Rishos, Marav is only considered a Rishos. Our Minog is the Dav Marav. We accepted it upon ourselves as a Chayva, but women never accepted it upon themselves, and therefore women do not have an obligation of davening Marav, but clearly they should daven Shachris and Mincha. It's a Befeir Shagamara. The Gemara, it's a mission. The mission is Chayav and Betfila, the Chayav in Shmanesre. The Mogan of Ram says, for some reason it ain't happening. Women are not davening. What's shot? So the Mogan of Ram says, there's another Gears in this Gemara. If you look at your Bach, there's a Hagoyes of Bach here. He says they took out this whole Ma'adu Tema, and the Gemara reads like this. Why are they Chayav in Tefillah? They're Chayav in Davning for Rachmanus. There's a Shitas HaRambam. The Rambam holds that Tefillah, Shmanes, not Shmanes, Tefillah, Davning, is a Mitzvah Saseh Daraisa. According to the Rambam, there's a Mitzvah Saseh to Davin uh, once a day. That's it. Mitzvah say daven once a day. And the Gemara is talking about that. When the Gemara says women are chayv and tefillah, they're chayv and daven once a day. Just one little bakasha, anything. It should be a shvach, it should be shevach, bakasha, hayda, but whatever. One thing a day. And the Mogan says this is what they're relying on. The fact that women don't daven, they're relying on the Rambam, who doesn't have his gears in the Gemara. And that the Mishnah is talking about Daraisa, not talking about Shemanesra and all that, all that other, th- other things. And therefore, women are just just need to do one thing a day, and just saying one thing, and that's how they are. That's how they are yoytza. Come out all the parts can argue with them are going to run, but it's a limatzchos. There's another limatzchos of women women taking care of children. So then that would be a heter as well as oisik b'mitzvah, pater and mitzvah. Again, we gave a shir on this recently, and we said that if a woman does have time, six minutes, ten minutes a day, that's all you really need. You need a birchas birchas atayra, birchas shachar. Shman Esrei, that's really, that's really all that's necessary. Havineno. You don't even need Kriya Shema. What? Havineinu. <laughs> Better than nothing. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, what do you say? Birchus for a woman? Yes, we'll get to that soon. Yeah. Birchus as well. Yeah, Machlik is why, but yes. 
Shema, so again, so Shema, uh, you, you want to say the third parasha because you see it's Mitzrayim that we had before that it's not a mitzvah to say Shema Grama. It's all day. So they should say Vayoymer at some point. Once you're saying Vayoymer, you might as well say the entire Kriya Shema and hey, get all Machas Shemayim. Why not? You know? And that's two minutes, three minutes. So usually women do have do have a few minutes uh, to daven. Okay? And I'm milking the cows all day. But, uh, yeah, I'm assuming women do have eight minutes, ten minutes a day to daven. Great. Next. Uve mezuzah. Mezuzah. Gemara says, pshita. Pashit. And the Gemara in Menachah says, if you look at the psukim, it says, "Laman yirbu yemechem v'meivenechem and nashim loy boy chai." Nashim don't don't need the school of long life. So of course the chai of mitzvah. So here the gemara just says pshita. It's pashut. It's not a mitzvah seisha as my grandma. So the gemara says, "Not the tema hoyel ve'iskash latamatayra." In the same psukim over there, it says, "Vishnat lovenechem v'limatim loysam." It's talking about v'dibartabam tamatayra. And the same, women are not uh, obligated in tamatayra. They don't have a mitzvah to learn tayra. Kamashulan. Then mitzvah is different, and therefore our mission had to say they are potter. They, they are chai of mitzvah. Next, and women are chayev to bench. So more says pshita. I would say the same thing. It's pashat. Without benching, benching is not a time-bound mitzvah. Whenever you eat, you got to bench. So more says mal v'tayim ahoyel k'siv. It says b'seis Hashem lechem ba'erev basar lechol that Hashem gave you. This is in the parsha Saman. Hashem gave you uh, meat in the in the evening to eat. The lechem ba'boiker l'svoya and bread in the morning to have to, to satiate. Meaning there were set times for meals. Not like today, a person could eat uh, ten meals a day. But back then, that's that's the way people ate: two meals a day. So commits says man dummy. Maybe it was a time-bound mitzvah. You benched every morning at nine o'clock and every evening at five thirty. You benched. So maybe it was a mitzvah says man grama wild chiddush. So Mar says kamashla no that. Benching is not a mitzvah, Asesha is Magroma, and women are chayef to bench, just like men are obligated in benching. Next, Amar of Ada Barahava. Now that once we're talking about women and their obligations, women are chayef in Kiddush Yom, which is Kiddush. Tavar Taira. They have a mitzvah, say like men, to make Kiddush Friday night. It says, Zachar Sem Shabbos Lakatshay. We're going to see in Gemar Msachim that's a chreu al ayayin, to make Kiddush on wine, but mid the rice, you still have to make Kiddush. The kim, the rice, is on wine. But you have wine, grape juice, whatever. Yeah, so you'd be uh, chayv. Women are chayv in making kiddush. Shabbos morning as well. The same way men are chayv in Shabbos morning kiddush. Women are also obligated in kiddush Shabbos morning before they eat. Okay. What do you say? Well, you want to know, can a woman be mighty a man? Right here, this Gemara. Stay tuned. So what, so what, happens, what happens Friday night when... The man hears Kiddush at Shul, and then he comes home, his wife hasn't heard Kiddush. Ah, great kasha. That's another beautiful question on the sugya. So, that, so how can you make Kiddush for oh, her? So there's a Gemara that tells us in Rosh Hashanah, even if one was already Yaitza, his bracha, might see, you can still be might see someone else if they are chayiv in it. Why? Kol Yisrael, Reb Zelazet. Every person is Arev to each other. What does it mean, Kol Yisrael, It's a nice, uh, you know, Alev Chest, Alev of stuff. What it means is that not only do I have a chiv to wear tefillin, I have a chiv that you should wear tefillin. It is my obligation for you to wear tefillin as well, and if I can make a bracha on it. So if I already was yoytz in my tefillin or whatever, I'm allowed to make a bracha for you to wear tefillin. The same thing would apply if women are chayiv in Kiddush, which they are. So a man can come home from shul, and he can make Kiddush for women. There's there's a little bit of lambda why the Nehru Behuda doesn't uh, view that as simple. Let's assume they're both chayef midaraisa. So the another view this question is like this: If I already made kiddush, if I already said vaychulu Friday night in shul, so I was already yotza, right? So how can I make kiddush? So most achronim say not a problem. Afal pisha yotza mitzim. But there's a rush here that says maybe women are not bechlal arvus. I don't want to get into it. And come on, all the parsing argue in the another view They say women are bechlal arvus, but fine. 
there's a there's one place where where there's a few places where it doesn't work. It doesn't work at Birchas Hanenin. Let's say you want to drink a soda and I want to make a shahakal for you, and I'm not drinking. I cannot do that for you because it's not a Birchas Mitzvah. I don't have an obligation that you should drink Diet Coke. I have an obligation. Uh, go drink Diet Coke, right? It's not my, I can't say this arvos that you drink Diet Coke, right? But let's say Kiddush Shabbos morning, even though you, the brach is the bar often the obligation is to be mitzi your Kiddush. There's another place where this is very interesting. By Havdala. So if you look in Simon Reish Tzadivav, Arachayim Tegayim Mishabur, it says Nashim Chayavis Bahavdala, Kishim Shechayavis Bekiddish. The Machaber says women are Chayav and Havdala, the same way Chayav and Kiddish. Vyesh Misha Chayleg, and there are those that argue. Machlok is Rishon of women are Chayav and Havdala. The simple way of understanding it is depends. If it's a din of Shabbos, so we're going to see that women are Chayav in all the Shabbos halachas. If it's a weekday din, I'm making Havdala for the week, so women are not Chayav in a weekday thing, that's a Matzah Shabbos time slot. So the Mishabur says, Here's the problem. Let's say a person is going, to, he's by one of these Shabbaton events, and they had this big Kaaba, Havdalah, and Shul, okay? And his wife's not interested in coming. She's home. And he says, Amen, told the brachas, assuming it was said properly, and he says, Amen, and he's Yaitz Havdalah. Now he goes home, and he wants to make Havdalah for his wife. So he just told me, and Mar Hashanah says, Afa Pisha Yatza, might be someone else. That's only if they're Chayev. But there's a Machlaikis if women are Chayev in. Avdala. So by a regular Matzah Shabbos, someone's making Avdala for his wife, what if they're Patzer? Who cares? He has to make Avdala for himself. Either way, he's saying the bracha. But here you might be making a bracha levatala. So therefore the Mishabur says that uh, women, he should avoid this at all costs, making Avdala, to repeat Avdala for your wife, if you already have heard Havdalah, unless you have a, a, a young boy there who would be chayev in Havdalah. However, the Piskei Tshuva's on the spot. He says that the minig is not like this. It's a, it's a chashash ba'ama. We hold, you can make Havdalah again for your wife. Minig was always like that. that that's so what a katan can make Havdalah for? It would be the same thing. A katan that, that, if a katan is chayev mid he's a vada chayev d'rabbanon, a chinuch. But her mother only is a suffix. Oh no, you're saying you're right. If so, he, what, so, so if you have a if you have a cotton, you just said, uh, did you just say a right, cotton so sh- could make it? It depends for, on this tosis here because that would be two derabbanans. The cotton, meaning you can make it, you should make it again for the cotton, because he definitely has an obligation, and uh, that'll be fine. Cotton can do it for himself. Cotton can do it for himself. Sure, no problem. Could a cotton do it for a woman? So that would depend on the rishonim. Did, did, did you say anything about kiddush for a lady? If she's chayef, can she make kiddush? Oh, sure. women could definitely make kiddush for herself. There are those poskim that always suggest men should make Kiddush, but there is no uh, real halachic basis. She's definitely chayev. Yeah, 100%. No, it's about for women to be mighty someone else. Can I want to make her Kiddush for, Kiddush for herself? Does she have to wait for her husband to come home Shabbos morning? What's your Friday night? Her husband's singing Kalbach for, for two hours, and she's starving. Can she go ahead and make Kiddush for herself? No problem. As she long as Shalom, don't come to me with Shalom by his tightness. I'm just telling you halach, halach, she's she allowed she to make Kiddush for herself. Her husband. Ah, so let's see the Gemara. Okay. Okay. Suda, you can't just have Kiddush and eat, right? Friday, give me a Suda. So let her yeah, wash. <laughs> so with Abdallah, where there's a Chiluk Deot then, so what's the deal there? Can she make so it's so, so it's better, again, it's better. To, oh, just to, okay. It's better. That's it. Piskei Chuvah says, no problem, you can come home and make Kiddush. Let's see the Gemara. The Gemara says, "My, why she chayven kiddush Friday night? Isn't it a mitzvah to say she's not grama? Who will hold mitzvah to say she's not grama? No shem peturois, Amr Abaya midrabban." And you're right. So you're right. It's only midrabban. I'm only rabbi hadvar Torah. Come, you said no shem chayavis bekiddush. I'm divar Torah. It's a mitzvah deraisa, not midrabban. Vaoid. Kol mitzvahs are saying is chayvu midrabban. The rabbanon were. I'm sorry. If you're telling me that it's only the Rabbana and therefore they're Chayiv, so then that any single mitzvah say that's a Zman Grama, why don't we say the same thing? 
Why would Shabbos be different? You'd be telling me, yeah, you're right, it's Mitzvah Shazman Grandma, different women are Pater. But here, Rabbanan said, you're Chayev. So maybe every single case, Lolo, Shaifer, every Sukkah, every single time it's Mitzvah Shazman Grandma, maybe you're Chayev in the Rabbanan. It can't be. Al Amarava, you're right. Women are Chayev in Kiddush, Midaraisa, even though it's a Mitzvah Shazman Grandma. Why? Because the Amakra, the Pasik says, Zachar Vishamar. So you have in the first Dibra, it says Zachar. Zachar Semer Shabbos Akachay, and in the second Dibra says Shamar Semer Shabbos Akachay, right? So Kol Shiyeshne B'Shmira, whoever is obligated in Shmira, in the Lama Tes Malachas, they have to keep Shabbos, Yeshne B'Shmira, they have the obligation of remembering Shabbos. And Vahani Nashi, and these women, Hoyo V'Isnu B'Shmira, since they are Chayav in Shmira, Isnehu B'Shmira, they are Chayav in Zechira, so Shabbos, the person can say anything that's part of Kedusha, uh, of Zachar Semer Shabbos Akachay, which would include even eating three meals on Shabbos, Possibly Havdalah. Women are Chayev, just like men. There's a parallel uh, Hekish we see by Chametz and Pesach, by uh, eating matzah. Why are women Chayev and eating matzah? It's in a mitzvah, Sasei My grandma said, more the same thing. Whoever, is, whoever cannot eat, whoever has a, uh, the Isser of eating Chametz has the obligation to eat matzah. That's why women are Chayev to eat matzah, first night of Pesach. Good. Amalei Ravina Larava. Nashim Abirchos. He said the following, are women chayiv in benching midaraisa or derabbanan? Now, again, he's ignoring our Mishnah. The Mishnah clearly said the chayiv in birchas hamazan. But, again, this might only be derabbanan. So they can like this. What do you care? Deraisa, derabbanan. What's the difference? We, we, we don't eat, uh, you know, uh, McDonald's or whatever. You don't eat uh, derabbanan. Let's say I found you a non-kosher cheese. It's only this derabbanan. So you still don't eat it, right? Who cares if it's deraisa, derabbanan? The chayiv in benching. So the Gemara says, and to be mighty someone else. Oh, like we were asking. Everybody was asking, can a woman be mighty someone? So if they are chayiv midaraisa, so asi daraisa, umafek daraisa. Woman who's chayiv midaraisa can be mighty someone else who is also chayiv midaraisa. If they're only chayiv midarabanan, she is now considered someone who is not really obligated in the in the halacha, if you're not really mechoyev, you can't be moitzi other people because you're not you're not you're not a bar chiyuva. So it depends. That's why I have to know if benching is deraisa or drabban. <coughs> so Gemara says, my. So what is halacha tashma? The emes amru. In reality, they said the following: Ben mevarich laaviv. A son could bench, can make a bracha for his father, could, could make the birchas muzzle for his father, the evid mevarech the rabbi, and a slave, uh, evid kanani, could make a bracha for his master, the isha mevareches le and a wife could bench for her husband. Avol amru chacham, the chacham said, tove meira le adam, a meira, which means uh, it's bad upon a person, she ishto yubana mevarechem lo, he can't learn benching, let him learn how to bench. He shouldn't be mighty with his, with his young children or with his own. With his wife, okay. Tavi me'era. Now, if you tell me that women are chayim midaraisa, now it makes sense. That technically she could be mighty your husband. Maybe it's not uh, a wonderful thing. A person should learn how to bench, spend some time. But it worked. If you say that women are only chayim midarabanan, can a darabanan come and be mighty midaraisa? So it must be that women are chayim in benching midaraisa. So the Gemara says, uh, according to you, as a cotton really has a chiv midaraisa, you said over here that Ben Mavarich Aviv and it's talking about a cotton, because if it wasn't talking about a cotton, you want to call him a son. What's the difference? It's a regular person being might see his friend, and still a cotton could be might see his father, 
And don't tell me that a son is chayiv midaraisa. He can't be. The father, the husband, the master, he only ate a shear that's obligated midarabanan. What does that mean? In order to be obligated in benching midaraisa, how much do you have to eat? Midaraisa. In order to be chayiv midaraisa, what does the Pasuk say? The Savata. The Savata. You got to be satiated, right? That's the only time you're high of Midaraisa. What if a person only had a little bit? They only had, uh, I don't know, one burger? One slice of pizza? Or just some pizzas, yeah. So, <laughs> so if you're not satisfied, so then Midaraisa, you're not, you're not high to bench. You're only high of Midarabana. We're going to see that in a moment that you're high of Midarabana to bench, but not Midaraisa. So, what happened over here? So, you're, you're sitting by a meal. The daddy. He ate only a little bit. He's not satisfied yet. Okay, he only had one slice of pizza. He only had one, uh, whatever, half a pita. Okay, half a falafel. He's still hungry. But he's chayv to bench midrabanan. And the wife or the child, machlekes rishonim, did they eat kedeisviya or they only eat the same amount as him? But they're also benching. They're both benching midrabanan. He's benching midrabanan because he didn't eat kedeisviya. They're benching midrabanan either because they didn't eat kedeisviya or because women are putter from benching midraisa. So then they're both midrabanan. A midrabanan could be mighty. A, a uh, another chi of drabanan. That's the halacha. So we can maybe should have the ladies in the zuman as well then, right? Uh, seventh parak. We'll get there. <laughs> so, so, so like if I'm sitting with my wife and she eats a full meal and I eat one half of one slice of bread, is it better that she is mozi me in her benching? Because she's benching me the rice, possibly. No, I think it still will still be a tavim era, tavim era on someone who, who who is not benching himself. But it's an interesting question. Okay. Learn to, learn to bench. <laughs> <laughs> Next piece. <laughs> Darash Ravira. made a drasha. Darash Ravira. Yeah, he said the drasha. Zimner Amar Lama Shmeid Rav Ami. Sometimes he said this drasha in the name of one Rabbi, Rav Ami. The Zimner Amar Lama Shmeid Rav Asi. Meaning he heard it from both, but he didn't quote both every single time. You know, you don't have to quote every single person you heard it from. You can say, I heard this from this guy, I heard it from that guy. Fine. The Malachi Yashoris said before Kaddish Baruch Hu, It says in your Torah, Kaddish Baruch Hu does not uh, show favoritism. He doesn't uh, accept a bribe, right? Impeachment. You are showing favoritism to Klai Yisrael. It says, That Hashem is going to show favor to us. Right? So what's going on? It's a steer. You said you don't uh, show favoritism, but you, you're you're uh, you're to Yisrael. Should I not show? How could I not show favoritism to Yisrael? I said in the Torah, I wrote that you should you eat, you're satisfied, and then you're chayiv and benching. They even will bench after eating a kezayas or after eating a, a beta of bread. So how could I not be yisachain? So Rav Asher explained, and it's, it's, it's brought in earlier as well, that how does, the, how does the answer the question? So the question was, why is Hashem showing chain? Chain means you're, you have a good eye towards, towards the people, meaning you're seeing the, the pos- positives and not the negatives. That's chain. When someone's bachaint, you say, uh, uh, even though they have some failures in life, some uh, some negatives, but but they, they get by, they're bachaint. So he says like this: <coughs> when, when when back in the day, when people ate less than kedei svia, 
it wasn't an elective eating. It wasn't like, okay, they were just, you know, waiting for a bus and they went to just grab a slice of pizza. That's not how it worked. When they ate less than Kadei Svia, that's all they had for their meal. It wasn't like you buy a smorg and, okay, I'll eat a, one slider and then, then I'll eat more later. You know, it wasn't like that. It was, that's all they ate. So they returned to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and they could, they could have had a taina. In your taira it says, V'yochata, V'savata, V'yochata. Maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu is promising us that you'll eat, you'll be satisfied, and then you make a bracha. And it didn't happen. We're not satisfied. You gave me a little slider. That's all I'm eating. That's all the food they had for dinner. But they considered it as visavata. They were satisfied. They saw chayn. They, they treated Hashem with chayn. Don't worry, Hashem, we accept it. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds in kind, how could I not have chayn, Yisa Hashem Panevelecha, when my children are accepting what I've given them with their chain, and that, that's, that, that's the shot in the Gemara. Okay, let's do the Mishnah. So the, the next sugya, next few dafim, bring on a discussion of Takanas Ezra. So Ezra was misaking many Takanas, there's a Gemara Bavakama. Ezra Hasaifer was misaking many things. One of the things he was misaking was that someone who was a Bakari, either someone who was with his wife or saw Sheikh Fazera. So the same way, there's a concept in Halacha, first Mishnah, Brachas Tapez, Koyin is a Bakari, he's really. Uh, allowed to do everything except for eating truma and uh, eating kachim. He goes to the mikvah and he has to wait hair of shemesh till that night to eat his truma. When he eats his truma, that's his man kriyish, mashal arvis, very good. Comes Ezra and makes a takana that if one's about carry before they go to the mikvah, they cannot learn and they cannot daven prior to going to the mikvah in the morning. We're going to see that perhaps it was nisbato, this tumas tilas Ezra that we call it. We're going to get to all the halachas of. Tumas, uh, Tumas Kari and Tilas Ezra. Okay, but a person cannot daven and they cannot learn. So comes the Mishnah, the Mishnah said like this. Balkari, so Ezra was way before the Mishnah is. Balkari, Mahara Beliboy, he could have hearer in his, in his lave, he could think about the, uh, the uh, hearer of, uh, of Kriyashma, Rashi says, Ve'enim Mavarich, and you will not, you do not make a bracha of Kriyashma, don't say Birchas Kriyashma, before or after. What about Kriyashma itself? You can't say it. But you can think about it in, in your in your in your in your heart, your mind. What about benching? You have to bench. So why? Because that would probably be a deraisa. What about kriyashma? So the gemara is going to ask all these questions. And you do not make a bracha before when you eat your hamaytzi. Rabbi You can make a bracha before and after. So the next gemara will discuss what is the takanas Ezra. What does a hearer help? If, you, if you're doing hearer, so are you saying it? So then you might as well just say it. So that, that's the Gemara, Mitzvah Shem, tomorrow morning. What's that?